everyone. Welcome to a quick shot of romance. I am Becky. And I am Leah. On this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, Leah and I are reviewing Whispers of You by Katherine Cowles. This is book one in the Lost and Found series. And this is her new series. It is her new series. And if you've seen these covers, they are amazing and gorgeous and beautiful. Hang did a wonderful job on them. I even like these alternate covers too. She has- I do too. Well, and one thing that I really like about the alternate cover, it's the basic, like they're the same. They just switch the, um, the location of the compass yeah. on the cover. I really like how they kept them the same. They just took the couple off. I feel like you could easily have different covers. Like if you were collecting these- yeah, you don't have to uh, have a back. whole series of these because they match really well. Yeah. Um, so, okay, read us the synopsis from Goodreads so we can talk about this. Okay. One night, a single bullet cost me everything. My body broken beyond repair. The boy I thought was for I would the boy I thought was my forever, the life I'd always dreamt of. Now holds back and he's no longer a boy, but a man with shadows in his eyes and demons haunting him. He says he's here to make things right, to get back a little bit of what, of all we've lost. And he doesn't show any signs of leaving the small town that has been my refuge. His stolen moments turn to days, holds around every corner with his burning stare and lingering touches. Before long, my walls come crashing down, and I'm just hoping that taking the second chance isn't as reckless as it feels. But not everyone is happy that Holt has returned. As tragedy strikes, I'm the one left in the crosshairs, and Holt might not be able to save me this time. So release date on this is January 31st of 2023. We will do a spoiler-free episode. We're not going to give anything away. Um, Second chance, small town, return to hometown, slow burn, high school sweethearts. Mm -hmm. Did I forget anything? Actually, it's like childhood friends to like high school sweethearts because she's best friends with his little sister. And so they've known each other forever. Yeah. And I think there's just like two years. Yeah. There's two years between them. Yeah. Um, So the series name is the lost and found. This is book one. It is a series of standalones. So we're assuming at least (laughs) Uh, dual first person is the point of view. So we have, talked about pop in episodes and then it dawns on me that we have some new listeners so Mm -hmm. we should explain what is pop or otherwise known as put out percentage so yeah what is pop leah pop or the put out percentage is the percentage of the of the book that you have to read for the main characters to have sexual relations right and it doesn't always have to be intercourse it can be typically we count the pop as intercourse, but every once in a while there will be like a really intense mutual masturbation or really intense like oral fixation scene that we count as the pop. Um, there's been some dry humping that I'm like sham. Wow, that's true. That one, that one book, I can't think of what it is off the top of my head, but you counted the dry hump scene yeah, as a pop. The dry because... humping win. Yeah. Anyway, so put out percentage of this book was fifty percent. And I did listen to the audiobook of this book. Did you listen to the audio? Um, I listened to the prologue and part of the first chapter, but I didn't have time to listen because I, I eyeballed this one and then I was going to listen, but I didn't have time to do both. So the audiobook is read by Andy Arndt and Zach Weber. Who I have not listened to either one of them. So I got enough where I listened to both of their voices. Andy Arndt, she is my 
top female narrator. She and Maxine She's, Mitchell. They're your unicorns. They're my unicorns. I don't know. I listened to a uh, an audio of somebody else recently, and it was it was darn good. I just love Andy. I like the the way she performs, mm-hmm. and I feel like she performs with her whole body, not just her voice. Yeah, like I can see that. Like she definitely like there's like a there's an experience when you're listening to her. Yeah, um, and Zachary Weber does a great job. He is also known as Jacob Morgan. Jacob Morgan, that narration voice. Uh, or name that he uses is for spicier, sexier books. Mm-hmm. And Zach, Zachary Weber is the name he uses for more contemporary, lower steam books. Mm-hmm. So, and that's common knowledge. We are not giving away secrets. Trade secrets. No trade secrets. There. So let's talk about Whispers of You. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a book one in a series, and we don't often talk about book ones and how they have to build worlds. Right. And Catherine does have to do some world building and character introductions so that we know what's coming down the line with the rest of this series. Mm -hmm. She does. But one thing I like about the way that she builds her worlds is she doesn't rely on like descriptive, like nature, like she builds the world with the characters immersed in it. Like she talks about the, the police station and how Holt's brother works there and Ren works there, but it's like all that descriptiveness revolves around something that's going on in the story. Yeah, she does a really good job of taking us through the world without having to specifically show us and tell us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because even like when you get to, I think it's chapter two, or it actually might even be chapter one, when Holt is returning to town and he's talking about like the way he's driving through town, like he's talking about the things that he's seeing because as you learn, like he doesn't, he's never, he hasn't driven into town in 10 years, which that's not a spoiler. So no. but it's really interesting the way that she does it though, because like, it's describing like how big the town is and how it has grown in the 10 years. And he sees this and sees this. And so it's like this, but also some like, things tour. are unchanged, but mm-hmm. things are unchanged. Cause we quickly learn that he goes to the same restaurant that has the same server that mm-hmm. served him and his high school friends 10 years ago. And he eats the same food and it yeah. still tastes the same. So yeah. let's talk about the prologue that sets up this book specifically. But I also, we kind of get hints through this story that this one action, this one mm-hmm. thing that happens in the prologue is going to impact all the characters moving forward through this series, which yes. Catherine does this. Yes. And she does it really well. And that's one of the things that I enjoy about her books because she has this formulaic style of writing to her series where she sets up an event in the prologue of the first book. And that event, it it doesn't, there's not an overarching storyline through it, but it is a theme that cre- like creates. It touches everybody. It's kind of like mm-hmm. glitter. It's a little, it's a little bit of every, it's glitter a little bit on everyone somehow some way it's the glitter is the devil's work so are sprinkles i hear anyway so in the prologue the setup is that ren is left home alone she has parents that travel the world and are uninterested in being her parents Mm -hmm. she is 16 and holt is 18 they are high school sweethearts holt is coming to her home 
and they are going to have a night together. She is cooking for him. It's one of the last few nights before Holt is going to graduate from high school Mm -hmm. and move on to the next chapter in his life. And so this is going to be a big moment in their teenage life. It is. Yeah. And, and then something big happens. Well, while she's waiting for Holt to show up, two boys who have been a menace and bullies within the Mm -hmm. school system from her high school show up at her door and they have guns and she's seen them. She's called 911. She's waiting. And the way the town is set up. So Catherine Cowles loves to write in the Pacific Northwest, which Mm -hmm. is where she live and what she knows. So we're talking, even though it's small town, a lot of times these houses are outside of the main drag. So, um, Ren's family home is outside the main drag. It, it's not like just five minutes down the road. So it takes well, some time for the it officers takes some to time get there. To get there. And also like their their like neighbors are not close. Like they're spread out. Like they're like home almost homesteads in a sense, where it's like a house and a bunch of land. And then your your nearest neighbor is a car drive away or like a hike away. It's not like you can just go outside, walk 600 feet and you're at the next door neighbor's house. Like neighbors, I'm using finger quotes, but nobody can see me. But like those neighbors, they're not close neighbors. So they're these two character, these two bad guys are kind of terrorizing Ren. They're asking where's Holt. Um, they, you know, have to search her out in the house and basically she gets shot. Scene ends. Yeah. Holt finds her. And we learn through the story of the book that that moment was integral to how Holt progressed for the next 10 years. Yeah. So, well, in a, and there's actually little things where he is driving into town and there's the thing with the clock. And it didn't click until, like, actually it clicked today when I was reading through, like, listening through it. Like, what significance him adjusting the clock in the car was. Time period, because he has Mm -hmm. a hobby of fixing broken watches so they run on time. And we're not going to get into the breakdown of this story, because I want to talk about some other things that happen through this book. So that is the setup of this story. The hero's name is Holt. There is Ren. She is the heroine in this book. They are coming upon the 10th anniversary of this killing. Mm-hmm. It comes to light that these guys were bad. They killed yeah. multiple people that night that they felt had wronged them. But there were a bunch of survivors also. And as the story plays out, like those survivors are being targeted again. And we don't want to give anything away. And there's reasons for that because of the way the story plays out. Um, But it's really, it's really interesting, like how things happen and everybody in the town, like revisits those moments from 10 years ago. They do. And they all, and the way they revisit them through the storytelling, it's not, we don't use, she doesn't use flashbacks which Mm-mm. i loved she yeah. used it in the interactions in the storytellings in the rehashing of memories when even in the inner like interactions of the characters and just how differently characters have dealt with the emotions and the the aftermath of these situations well and i really i really liked this book it was mm-hmm. well written 
The elements of suspense work well. She had a red herring. Um, she sprinkles in some clues. It is it is very well written. Mm-hmm. It is. But there's a formula to it. There is a formula. And there's a comfort in that formula. If you're looking for that. If you're looking for that. Yeah. There is nothing new or innovative mm-hmm. about this story and how this series and these characters are compared to her previous series and characters. Mm -hmm. So, and I want to talk about the characters. So let's talk about these characters. I, the next there's, it's going to be a five book series that we we think five books. Well, I'm pretty sure it's only five. There's five siblings. There is Holt, Lawson, Nash, Roan, and then they have one sister named Gray. And these are going to, each book is going to be a different sibling. Mm Mm-hmm. And she sets it up and the characters, like, I want Lawson's book. Out of all the characters, his book is the one I want. He's the sheriff of the small town. He's a single dad. He's a single dad with three boys. We don't know where the wife is or the ex-wife. Yeah, we don't. Well, we don't know where the mom is. We don't even know if she was a wife. Like, we know nothing. Yeah. And his boys are older. Like, there's a little one. The youngest is six. And then it's like nine and then... 14 or 15 it was either 13 or 14 i'm not 100 yeah, percent sure but older but like, teen they're older and she hasn't written an older teen yet which she did in her wrecked series did she the the oldest brother of wrecked palace but he was a brother though he wasn't well but she's raising her siblings in wrecked palace okay well but that's a little bit different i'm just saying i'm just saying well it'll be interesting to see but this comes again into similarities and familiarities. Mm-hmm. A lot the of these characters ones. feel very similar to the previous series that she's written mm-hmm. characters. Well, and like you and I were talking and like I said, if you're coming into this book, like as a new Catherine reader, it is, it's a great book. It is a well-written book. Oh, it's a, tight story there's not mistakes there's not plot holes and if you're coming into this series like as a new Catherine reader it like you will absolutely love it i love this book i really did but i think coming off of such a strong series in tattered and torn i i wanted something a little bit different with this one i just would like some innovation and i think that this is something that happens if you binge read an mm-hmm. author a bunch in a row and so yeah. i had read catherine previous to this last to the summer of 2022 um but bits and pieces a book here well, you book read a there. lot of her last year but from june july of 2022 mm-hmm. till this last series ended in december of 2022 i read 14 books from her mm-hmm. and that was too much yeah, because going into this book, there it just felt the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that I think that is the thing. Like she's she's an author that I personally like. I have to take in pieces. Like I can't binge multiple series from her. No, at I, once. And I think I need to take a break so that mm-hmm. I can lo- because I want to love this book. 
it's it really well written. It's the mm-hmm. audiobook is spectacular. Spectacular. There are no plot holes in this book. There are no characters that you're like, mm, I don't know. That's think the so. thing. But I will say that you and I both are mood readers. We are. We are both mood readers. We got this book to read like by a specific date. And I think also like if we had read it when we're like, oh, this is really something I want to read right now. Like we might, we have looked, we would have looked at it a little bit differently because there are some times when we are forced to read a book, we don't love it as much as if we are in the zone. Possibly. I just think that if you are looking for a book that's going to be comfortable, Mm well-written, and you have read previous Catherine's books. This is a this is it's good. A good it's a, it's a good you. solid book. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't as dynamic. I I'm in love with these covers. Mm-hmm. I was in love with the teasers she had shared, mm-hmm. and I had really high expectations. Yeah, and I hate when that happens with a book. I mean, we've all experienced it. We have. There's nothing wrong with the book. We've just inflated it in our minds to be this. Mm-hmm spectacular book yeah and it's just okay and that's okay and that's okay but that's the thing like it 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 is it's a it's a well put together piece of art like essentially and it is a book that you will enjoy reading I just would like some innovation I think that's Mm -hmm. Catherine has found something that works for her in her writing Mm -hmm. and it's comforting but there's nothing new or innovative. I yeah. I think that she is such a talented writer that she could easily do more. I want to see her. I want to. I want to see how she challenges herself in the next few books. Or I hope to see that she challenges herself in the next few books. We can hope. We can hope. Um. Okay. Uh, do you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance? Send us an email to the bees at bookcaseandcoffee.com. Thank you, Leah, for joining me for this quick shot of romance. Of course. Until next time, everyone. Happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.